This is 52 Gifts, and I'm Bernadette, here to tell you about my big, little project to bring more smiles to the people in my life by sending them the perfect gifts. For birthdays, anniversaries, holidays, or mainly just because, this is where I share all the details with you so you can enjoy these 52 gifts, too. Well, hi-de-ho, it's week eight on 52 Gifts, and this week I feel like I might do something a little differently. I didn't really write up notes for this episode, and I feel kind of jazzy today. (laughs) I just found some extra time to be able to sit down and record this, which I wasn't expecting, so that's amazing, and... uh. I had body pump this morning, so all you Les Mills fans know that that's the best way to start your day, so that makes me feel very jazzy, and I discovered a new favorite song this morning, which is great, and I shall overplay it um, for the next three or four days, and that's awesome. If I can remember it, I will tell you it. I think it's Runaway to Mars by Talk. So if you know what I'm talking about, then hopefully you've discovered that song because it's great. Yeah, so I'm just going to try to wing it and see what happens. Maybe I'll be recording this completely over another time, but um, we'll give it a try. These episodes aren't scripted technically, but I do like to write out notes because I think I told you last week that my brain works better in writing (laughs) than it does in talking. So to just wing it off the top of my head, it just freaks me out because I'm all the time in the back of my head worried that I'm going to forget to say something important. And if I have it written down, I at least know that I can catch the important points that I want to make. I'm not doing that today and that's all there is to it. This week's gift is one that I really didn't want to send. (laughs) I definitely didn't ever wish that I had to send this gift, but I did because it's a thank you and a thank you for your support kind of gift. There's a backstory, of course, and it goes a little something like this. (laughs) A couple of weeks ago, I think it was, we decided to take a trip to Asheville, North Carolina to visit the Biltmore Estate to see the Leonardo da Vinci interactive exhibit, which was awesome. So the trip came up because friends of ours wanted to go and see this exhibit, and we had been to the Van Gogh exhibit in D.C., which was very awesome. We just loved it. So when this trip idea came up, we thought, hey, what a great idea. Well, my husband is a pilot, not for his job, but as a hobby. He is a personal pilot, and so are our friends. So they decided that we would fly to Asheville and 
get an Airbnb, go to the Biltmore, tool around Asheville, and then fly back. And I'm a really reluctant flyer, only in small planes. I don't really have any problem flying in commercial airlines. It's just the idea of small planes has always kind of freaked me out. I have gone along with the flow and taken trips and, um, you know, taken rides in the airplane because I know my husband likes it so much and my kids pretty much enjoy it as well. So um, it's certainly something that I would have never thought I would do and I don't really have any desire to fly myself so it's not like a big dream or a big thrill you know to be able to do that but it's my husband's thing and he really likes it and so I really tried to go along with it and so they decided that we would do this trip and that we would fly and it's all it sounds so you know hunky-dory you know, what the heck, I should be so lucky that we could skip a five-hour drive and, you know, fly an hour, hour and a half to Asheville and, you know, have this exciting adventure. Like most people would probably think that that's an exciting adventure and how, you know, fortunate or how, you know, terrific something like that would be. But for me, it kind of clouded the whole trip and I was very anxious about going. I knew that it would be fun. I love the people that we were going with and I love the idea of visiting Asheville. I had not been there. I was eager to see that town and to go to the exhibit. So for that reason, uh, you know, we, we made it happen. So we went there, we had a great time. We went to the Biltmore. We did all the stuff. We had some fun in Asheville, went to a couple of great places. We ate a lot of food, and um, it was overall a really fun friends weekend, something different and cool. However, on the way back, I really just couldn't manage the flight home. I really basically, long story short, had a meltdown and freaked out and decided that I was going to drive back. And so I took a rental car and drove back. And one of our friends rode back with me. And she really didn't have to do that. She basically wasted an entire day of her life, five hours that she didn't have to spend riding back with me so I ended up sending her a thank you gift for doing that she could have easily just gone with her husband and my husband and flown back in you know the regular amount of time and let me take my crazy self all the way five hours in the car by myself but she didn't and It was just a really nice gesture for her to say, we're not going to leave you alone. We're all in this together. We took this trip together, and we're not going to send you back by yourself. And I felt like she didn't judge me for having that meltdown. Just thinking about it makes me get all choked up again (laughs) because – 
you know, some people just are really kind. And so it ended up being a really nice ride back because we were able to chit-chat and get to know each other a lot better and, um, you know, just spend time talking as people do in the car. You know, that kind of turned a crappy situation into something that was a little bit more positive, even though I still felt guilty that I had taken her from her whole entire day, and I felt, you know, badly that I couldn't fly home with everyone else. But, you know, things just work out the way they do. Anyhow, that's the crazy backstory of this week's gift. And Actually, there's more backstory because I chose the gift based on the fact that I had received one of these from somebody else recently. So the gift this week was a gift box from Succulent Creations, and it's Creations with a K. Why? I don't know. Um... I guess it just needed to be different, or maybe the person that created the company, their name starts with a K. I'm not sure. Actually, I went to Succulent Creations so I could tell you a little bit more about their business. So I went to the webpage, and they don't even have an About Us, um, which was kind of a bummer because I hoped to read about who started the business or you know who the founder is or who works there and what their whole story is, but there's not a an About Us page. So I'm just going to tell you that Succulent Creations is gift boxes that are centered around succulents, the plants. So they're like cactus and or cacti and other types of succulent plants, which are really popular because they're so easy to take care of. They're cute, and they do make a nice gift. I discovered these gift boxes at Succulent Creations when I received one from, I guess, a friend of a friend. (laughs) The story behind that is back when Taylor Swift tickets were going on sale, my sister-in-law had been on the pre-sale list. And the time to purchase the tickets was at a time when she was attending her dear uncle's funeral. So she couldn't get online to do the tickets. So she texted me and said, you know, can you get on the computer at this time? And would you possibly try to get these tickets for for me? And I said, sure. So I logged on and she gave me her codes and all the necessary stuff and if you know anything about that whole situation with Ticketmaster you know that it basically broke the internet and everything at Ticketmaster went down and it was really impossible for people who were even the people on that list on the special list couldn't get tickets that day but I persevered And I just kept on keeping on and I spent hours trying to get through to the ticket site. It seemed like all was lost. And finally, in like a bit of frustration, I (laughs) just 
Trezillion clicked on, you know, refresh or something like that. And all of a sudden, it just popped up with the tickets. Like, here's the, you know, now you can choose your tickets. And so it was not even for me. I'm not even going to the show. (laughs) But I was so excited to kind of, I don't know, win the system and be able to get tickets that day for my sister-in-law and her friends. And so I guess her friends were so happy that I was able to get the tickets that some of them actually sent me thank you gifts in the mail. And one of them came from a very thoughtful person who sent me this box of succulent creations. And I didn't actually get a, a cactus. I received a candle and a chapstick and a bath bomb. It's sort of like a spa box, which they also have as well. They're not all cacti. So the one that I received, it was just number one, unexpected. So boom, it's automatically great. Two, it was all really fun stuff. All the things in it, it was a small box, but it had a bunch of things in it that were really cool. And that made me really like it. Also, I had never heard of this company before. So it piqued my interest. Like, what is this succulent creations? One of the things that came in it that I just loved is like a little glass bottle with a cork top with wooden matches inside. I love a wooden match. (laughs) And the bottle is labeled Fancy Matches. So I was like, this place gets me. I Whatever Succulent Creations is, I like it already. I was so happy to get that. It was unexpected. It was so nice. And it was just great. So I made a mental note that someday I would have to send Succulent Creations to somebody else. And so this is the week that I got a chance to do that. So for my friend who was so helpful and supportive and kind... I sent a little thank you box that did have a cactus and the fancy matches and a candle. And then I also added, because you can add on pieces that you want, which is really nice. Um, I added a lip balm because that came in my box and I really, really love it. Mine was strawberry flavor. I don't know if you can actually choose the flavors, but... Um, Mine was strawberry flavor. I love it. And it was one of my favorite parts of the box. So I added that in. And I sent it along with a note just thanking her for her kindness and her support. And that it was nice getting to know her better during that drive. And just to close up the whole flying story, I think that whole episode really made me take notice of the high levels of anxiety that I've had recently, I guess probably in the last couple of years. And I know that I'm not different from anyone else. I think maybe the only difference is is that typically my whole entire life, I've never really been an anxious person. So it's all very new to me. So this made me really open up my eyes and make a commitment to myself to dig into why I have anxiety or to really just acknowledge that I have anxiety around certain things and to try to find ways to 
alleviate some of that. I also think that I won't be asked to fly anywhere anytime soon. So (laughs) that's fine. Um, I'm very happy that my husband and kids like to do that and I'm happy for them to do it. But for me, I think I'm going to take a bit of a break while I also work on figuring out ways to sort of cope with this new level of anxiety around certain things that I suddenly seem to have developed. (laughs) So I suppose that's another silver lining to having that kind of really negative experience on that day. And now it's time to talk about the donation of the week. This week's nonprofit donation also relates to Asheville. Even though this was so far my least favorite gift to send, (laughs) even though I love Succulent Creations and I think she really appreciated that gift and it's a really nice box, I loved getting one myself and I'm sure anybody would appreciate it. It was still the circumstances around it made it not my favorite gift to be giving. But this week's donation is so far probably my favorite donation to have made partly because it was so unexpected and something completely new that I learned about. When we were driving out of Asheville to go to the airport, we drove past a place called Haywood Street. I didn't know what the name of it was at the time, but we were waiting at a light, uh, a red light, and while we were waiting for the light to change, we saw a whole bunch of people walking out of and away from a building that sort of looked like a church, but not quite. And a lot of people had packs on their back or were carrying a lot of items. Um, It was the winter, obviously. It's winter. And so it looked like folks who probably spend a lot of time outside maybe are homeless. When we saw this group, we were thinking, oh, wow, maybe this is a shelter and all of the people are leaving the shelter for the day having been able to spend the night there, which thank goodness because it was, I think, 30 degrees or colder. So we were just sort of watching this happen and remarking to each other like, oh, I wonder what that is. I wonder if it's a church. Maybe it's a shelter or, you know, some type of services for the homeless. And as we pass by, we kind of glance a look at the name, and I, and we saw Haywood. So that stuck in my mind. And after we came home and had a chance to, you know, think about the trip, I remembered the Haywood sign. And so I Googled it to see what the heck it was. Like, is this a shelter? Is this a church? What What was that place? Whatever it was, it looked like it was very popular and probably an important place for whoever needs the services that they provide. So I was excited to be able to find it online. And it turns out it was called Haywood Street, which 
by my estimation, from what I could tell, is part church ministry, part soup kitchen, part shelter, and part community center. So I was like, oh, wow, this place looks like they do a lot for the people who live around Asheville. What I really found interesting was that their messages and their description and the way that they describe their their congregation was different from other nonprofit organizations and different from what I would have expected if I was just, you know, reading about a shelter, another shelter or a soup kitchen. It struck me as different. Also cool in a way, which probably sounds strange, but if you go to their website and read about them, I think you'll see what I mean. It has a very hip and inclusive vibe. And it wasn't about serving, you know, needy people or anything like that. It was about bringing community together to serve everybody. The way that they talk about it makes it evident that they mean everyone, whether you are someone who needs food or someone who has food but needs or wants community. It doesn't matter really what state you're coming to them from, you're included in whatever they're offering. And so I think they have a lot of different programs there. I've been trying to read up and learn about them. Since I made my donation, I've gotten a newsletter and I've also gotten a thank you letter. The thank you letter was very exciting. (laughs) That probably sounds really weird, but I'm like I'm somebody obviously who probably cares about and reads thank you letters from nonprofits a lot more than the average bear. But this one when I got it and I read it it just I don't know, it lit up my day. I was so excited to get it. Um it sounds ridiculous, but the thing is that most I'm not going to say most. A lot of nonprofit thank you letters are very standard. You know, it's pretty much for your records. It's here, thank you for your donation of this on this day. And, you know, we appreciate it, blah, blah, blah. But I felt like their letter was so well written and different, just like probably the writing, the copy that's on their website. It's just different and it hits a little different. And so, I really liked reading it. I was like jazzed about it because, you know, being somebody that helps nonprofits write thank you letters and website copy, it just was kind of inspiring that there's people out there who are doing things a little differently. And um, and when you do, just getting that firsthand feel of what the connection is like when your message just kind of drills right home. So the whole letter was great, and it told me about programs that they do. It like connected my donation to what they're doing and how they're able to succeed because of donations, and it also invited me to come there for a meal or to get involved as a volunteer. And but there was like this one specific paragraph that I want to read to you because it was in my opinion, the best part. 
So it says, Thank you very much for supporting Haywood Street, joining with us as a community of radical welcome where each person is reminded that they have gifts as well as needs and all are encouraged to lean into the truth that we all need each other. Boom. I was like, yes, that, that is how you tell people what you really stand for for real. Like explain it in terms that are straight up. Break it down to the fact that we all need each other and that everybody has gifts and needs. And so by bringing people together, no matter who they are from the community, on an equal ground and being really welcoming and I guess it said radical welcome, um, that's what they're all about. And that sounds cool to me. Maybe if you are in or around the Asheville area, you already know about this place, but to me, it was very unique. And I was so fortunate that we had taken this trip to Asheville and we had passed by, saw the sign, and then I looked it up and made the donation because I feel like that's a place where exciting things are happening, different things are happening. People are looking at problems in new ways I mean, I'm assuming this by what I'm seeing online and reading in the things that, you know, the materials that they're sending me. I feel really good about making that donation, even though I really have no connection to the Asheville community. And I'm sure there are tons of places that are doing great things similarly, um, thinking outside the box or treating people with this radical welcome and you know, making community space that makes a difference for all types of people, no matter what their place in life is or their where they are right now. But for, for me to find that out of the blue and, you know, connect with them and make the donation and learn about this organization was a really nice highlight for me this week. Of course, if you want to learn more about Haywood Street or anything about Succulent Creations, check out the links to their websites in the show notes. That'll do it for week eight, a Succulent Creations thank you gift box to my friend Tara and a donation to Haywood Street. That's the end of my unscripted, slightly too emotional totally wing it episode (laughs) i'll see you next week if you liked this episode i thank you for giving it a shot and i encourage you to share it with a friend we can all use a little more positive content in our lives eh also subscribe to this podcast on apple podcast or spotify and leave a review If you have questions or comments about this week's gifts, or if you have suggestions for future gift ideas or donations, I'd love to hear them. Email them to me at 52gifts at BernadetteMac.com. It's the number 52GIFTS at BernadetteMac.com. And be sure to check out the photos of each weekly gift at BernadetteMac.com forward slash 52gifts or on Instagram at 52giftspod. Support for this podcast is of the moral variety for now, 
and is provided by three of my brilliant friends who have really encouraged me to go for it. Thank you, ladies. And 52 Gifts is produced and hosted by Bernadette Mack. Our writer is Bernadette Mack, with research provided by Bernadette Mack. Our editor is Bernadette Mack. Social media support provided by, you guessed it, Bernadette Mack. See you next week. Thank you, ladies.